Hi, you're listening to 48 well, we Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Boom, shakalaka. this on shot callers the other day even though he's been in the league a long time it still kind of feels like it's like a dame lillard coming out party like there's this big surgence and people are just like really seeing how good he how good he really can be even though we've all known for a long time we're seeing him tap to this whole new level we haven't seen before um obviously you know it really hit him hard that portland was eliminated early last year at being swept by new orleans and that made me like doubt portland for ever if you remember i didn't pick them to make the playoffs and then they come out, and they have this great regular season again. They We pick against them once again to lose, and Lillard and McCollum lead the Blazers to a victory over the Thunder. Um, it's Dame time. Like, it's for real this time. And Dame time is now going to the second round to potentially play the Spurs or the Nuggets. Who do you want that to be? Do you want it to be the Spurs or the Nuggets? Um, fan-wise, I want it to be the Spurs for the sake of LaMarcus Aldridge has to go back to Portland for a playoff series. Sure, sure. And right now Denver's up three two, but that one um, could that one could swing either way though. Yeah, it can. That one could swing either way. Yeah, I'm uh, Damian Lillard is. Uh, ooh, man! I mean, what a what a game last night. What a, it's an, it's going to go down probably as an all time playoff performance. Uh, probably one of the best buzzer beaters we've seen, and arguably probably the last five six years. Um, and I love that, you know, we're pulling up from logo rage now. Like, that's just that's just range. Just right. past the half court. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it, it's amazing to see players just, you know, throw the ball up and it just goes in. I mean, it's, it, it this is like stuff that we would have never seen, you know, 15 years ago. It's just something that, and it's, you know what, I, I think it's a lot of fun. You know, I know Steph kind of did that, started this whole thing, but, you know, giving more range to players, I think it's kind of really helped the game. Absolutely, man. I think one of the cool things, too, is just that Lillard really kind of made the, I mean, he was taking this personally. He was taking all the Russell Westbrook antics and all the acts and how they won game four and Paul George dunked it into the game. And it, there's some articles that came out a couple hours ago where he apparently was saying to Slam, he's like, I'm going to eliminate these motherfuckers on Tuesday. And sure enough, he did just that. And I love it, man. So, Oh, God, yeah. it's uh, And I'll tell you, man, he is uh, – that was, that was one of the all-time performances. You know, just to, just, to, just to quote Jimmy Eat World, all the salt in the world couldn't melt that ice. And, yes. that, and that, is, that was him last night doing the wave off. And, I mean, oh, that was it, perfect. It was so good. And, you know, I – I don't know. I, I think we. I think sometimes we over romanticize the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I think that's our that's our problem. <laughs> well, that was kind of what I was going to transition into when we were done talking about Lillard. But overall, yeah, we'll end it there. It is Dame time. We are finally seeing how. I mean, we're seeing the emergence. It seems like it feels like it's, you know, the next level of Damian Lillard, and I love it. And I was very tempted at work today. I had to stop myself from getting on. Like ESPN, I mean, on uh, NBA.com and ordering a Dame Lillard jersey. 
I was just that hyped. Um, I probably still will get one at some point, but that's neither here nor there. So that takes me to the other side of this series, and that's the Oklahoma City Thunder, Sean. Um, I am done believing in the Thunder. I am done believing in Billy Donovan. I am done believing Russell Westbrook could take a team far. I am done thinking that he is a great, he is a leader that has these abilities. And I now am starting to wonder if Paul George even has these abilities. Regardless of the franchise, both these guys have been eliminated in the first round the last three years. Obviously, Paul George had one of those years with the Pacers, and they played against LeBron James. Sure. But they've won, let's see, between the two in the first round, they've won a combined. Westbrook got one, two, and one. George got zero, two, and one. Yeah, they've won a combined seven games as a tandem. It's seven or eight games as a tandem in no. the last three years. Not good. That's terrible. It's awful. I don't believe in Billy Donovan as an NBA coach. I just don't. No, and and you got to look at it this way. I mean, I don't think we were wrong in thinking that they the Thunder could could upset the sure. uh, the the Trailblazers. Because on paper, they should be a better team. You For know, sure. they got the they got the height. They've got the you know they're good defenders. Russell Westbrook takes boneheaded shots, though. He does. He does. Very much. And uh, last night was like the pinnacle of all of his boneheadedness (laughs) all wrapped into one. And and the press conference afterwards, you know, with with Paul George, you know, saying that was a bad shot and everything. And I'm just going to go ahead and say this. If it went in, it wasn't a bad shot. And you're yeah, sitting next to Russell Westbrook when you say that. Yeah, I mean, like, how do you say that with a straight face with the king of terrible shots, like, honest-to-God terrible shots, just sitting right next to you with some stupid glasses on that probably weren't even real? <laughs> you know? Like, I don't I don't know where the Thunder go from here. Um, I think... They uh, don't. You, you, they don't. They just don't go anywhere. That's it. They just... No, man. They're just, like, they're just dormant. That's they're it. They're strapped. I mean, really, the only... This is the sad reality in the Thunder. You honestly, because you're strapped for money, so you can't really improve the team in that situation. Sure. Um, you might have to look into moving one of those two guys. I'm not saying they're Ooh. going to. This Ooh. isn't a hot take, but dude, like money-wise, like they literally can do nothing. There is no flexibility. Steven Adams also has a sal- has a contract that he signed recently with them, and he was awful in the series. Yeah, that um, was that was the next thing I wanted to bring up. He. Uh... He looks like a lost uh I don't know he's he's like he's like a center from a different time at this point kind of the right. way that like Roy Hibbard kind of got passed away through by the NBA I feel like he is the next in that line at this moment to get passed by now his first game that he had in the series he was he was really decent but then after that man he dropped off tremendously and uh I really 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 think they need to make a move. I don't know how you what you do with him. I don't know who you go after to to uh you know make this a better team, but they have like you know, they had Nerlens Noel on the team and him. And they traded away Enos Camper Cantor and No, they yeah, they did. So so and he actually played well. <laughs> so against, against them. them. Against them. So, you know, I mean there's a little bit of obviously there's a little bit of um you know, animosity there. You want to, you want to, you know, show off against your former team. So it's part of that's probably him just doing that. But I mean, they looked, they looked bad with him on the floor and, you know, he, he, he doesn't stretch the floor at all. He can't really, he can't really shoot, 
you know, so it's like, and you don't, you have Nerland's Noel coming up, another guy who can't shoot, so it's like, you can't stretch the floor, it's like, this team is getting, you know, passed by by the modern NBA at this point. They played Raymond Felton in important minutes. Yes, they did. Yes, they so did. So, I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Yeah. Also, the really funny thing about the fact that Cantor was really good in that series was Billy Donovan's infamous can't play Enos statement he had in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Yeah. Which was true. But now that it's like coming back and hit him the way it has, it's really funny. Like, honestly, man, I'm just, I'm done believing in the Thunder. If we get, we do, we do our preseason previews next year, if I pick the Thunder to be victorious, stop me somewhere. Just don't let me say it. Because okay. we know that at this point, they are, they're never, there's no reason to believe they're going to get over the hump and be extremely successful. Because every chance they've had, no matter how much talent they've had, Ever since Kevin Durant left, they have always found ways to lose, um, and I I can't do it anymore. I don't really think. Okay, I said this on Shot Collars. <laughs> if I'm Sam Presti, I am calling to see if I can get that Lakers job. Yeah, because that's because at least there, even if that's a huge dysfunction, it's all sorts of messed up. You at least have like some space to do something. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of painted himself into a corner with what he's done as of lately, and he's a guy who likes to make moves, and I've always um, always appreciated him being willing to do that. There's not a lot of GMs uh, that mm-hmm. are willing to just take chances, and right. he's one of those guys, you know, and it's like, you know, you, you brought back Paul George, great, you know, I think we're going to look back on him saying this is, you know, one of the greatest moments in, you know, Oklahoma City history reciting him. But uh, is it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't I know. I talked about that earlier in the week. I, I really – I think Paul George really – he's probably not going to say it by any means. But I think there's a part of him that wished he would have probably stuck with that Lakers deal. Because Paul George and LeBron would be significantly better than Paul George and Russell Westbrook as far as the, like, efficiency, spacing the floor. 100%. They would have made the playoffs, too. Right. It wouldn't be my turn, your turn, or your turn, your turn, your turn, your turn, your turn, and my all turn. You, and all you have to do is get LeBron to the playoffs, and that's it. You just right. let it go. So, yeah. so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I wish he would have done that. I think this is, you know, man, I don't know. I'm uh I'm off the Russell Westbrook train completely. I've always appreciate I've always appreciated his cutthroat mentality, you know, his edge that he plays with. But um if it's an edge that leads nowhere and you end up looking like a buffoon at the end of a series and then, you lose Kevin Durant. And you lose Kevin Durant, it's like you know you know, whatever. Okay, the guy's got an MVP, great. He has no NBA uh, finals wins or, you know, anything. So it's like, it's not, well, did they win one game against the... They won the first game and then they lost the rest of the series. They lost the rest. I, that's like the most forgotten series when I think about, about Thunder. The, the Thund- I know it was like a really talented team and everything, but I always forget about that NBA Finals that they made it to that. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know where they go. Do you think Billy Donovan stays with this team? Do they do they get rid of him? They should. I mean, I think that, I, doubt I, it. I think they should do. I think they should they should move on. But it's like, you know, who are you going to replace him with? Mark Jackson? Yes. I mean, that's just <laughs> immediately where my mind goes. As soon as there's an opening, I'm like, Mark Jackson? Well, one of these, like, 
Jason Kidd? Kidd. Jason Kidd going to go there? Yeah. You, Juwan do, Howard. Do, do you think that Russell Westbrook is going to listen to Jason Kidd? No. No. I don't think Russell Westbrook's going to listen to anybody. No, no. So I'm I'm off the train. You're off the train. I think we're all off the train. So burn your thunder gear. Yep. It's over. <laughs> we're there. The par- party's over. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So our, our exit interview for the thunder is how do you get better and will you ever be successful enough to for people to care about you outside of your weird fan base? It is it is kind of an odd fan base, not going to lie. <laughs> that answer, folks, is no. <laughs> All right, so other exit interviews. The Brooklyn Nets are officially eliminated. Now, here's a team that even though their season's done, I'm still really thrilled about, Sean. I think... Everything about the Nets this year was a success. They do get a, a win in this series against a Philly team that really was better than them. They fought really hard in a lot of the games. Um, you know, I know they lost the last one by 22, but after, you know, and they lost one by 23, but... Yeah, they, they gave up on that last one. They did, <laughs> They yeah. just ro- they rolled over on that last one. But, yeah, I mean, the rest of the series, they, they played really hard. Uh, I think, uh, um, you know, I think they're well-coached. They I are. think uh, you know, you know, their coach may be a better coach than Brett Brown. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Not gonna lie, I think he might be. Um, and I think he's, you know, he got a bunch of young players to to buy in. And there's so many fun young pieces on that team. Yeah, there are. I, I know they got a they got some considerable cap space, I believe, this summer. Oh, so, very much. So um, it'll be. I'm curious to see if they're able to, you know get any, um, you know, sit downs with some, some big free agents. But if I was, you know, some of these free agents, man, I, I think going to Brooklyn would be a lot, uh, probably a lot better idea than going to the Knicks. Oh, without a doubt, man, for you sure. Know. I a hundred percent agree with that. Un- unless the Knicks win the NBA draft, then I might, I might, yeah, yeah. I might change my, uh, my opinion on that. But I, I really think, uh, I think they have a bright future, man. I think they have a really bright, bright future. I really like Jared Allen a lot. I do too. Really like him. D'Angelo Russell's great. Karis LeVert destroys his leg on television uh, earlier this year. Is still able to come back and and contribute. Um, I expect him to be in a little bit better shape at the end of the, you know, beginning of next year. So I think he kind of he lost a little bit of a step. He had some good games, but I, I he wasn't really quite the same as he was when he was coming out of the gates the, the beginning of the season. So yeah. you didn't even you know you didn't even mention how good Spencer did and what he was not oh. really, that was huge. Oh yeah, God, he was great. Yeah, like overall, this Nets team has fun young pieces and potential to add to that, and that's all you can ask for in a franchise in that situation. Man, is just to really have those building blocks and really like advertise because really, I mean. Let's be honest, man. Like, you know who really probably should look at like at Brooklyn as far as the FC. It probably won't happen because of like the fighting and stuff. But that was like a great free agent like audition for Jimmy Butler was to see like what that Brooklyn can be if you put him there. And you know, with the oh, defensive man. first and like into the physicality and having that guy that can push him over the hump. Well, not maybe not over the hump, but like that was a pretty decent like audition from for like, hey, this is what it could be like if you came here, and. Obviously, you know, the Sixers did play an injured Embiid, um, probably a little too much in that series. But overall, man, um, I'm so stoked about what Brooklyn can be. So, like, uh, yeah, my exit interview question for them is, how do you build off this? What do you bring in? How do you get better? And obviously, 
will D'Angelo Russell be leading your franchise, or you see if you can get someone he has a backup option? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked for the we're, Nets. We're, yeah, yeah, this is going to be – they're – Nets fans should be very proud of what happened because we did not have – they were the surprise team of the year, and uh, they did a they did a hell of a job, got to the playoffs, put up some fights, uh, very excited about the uh, the future for this team. Yeah, they didn't back in, you know, like the other teams in the East that were in that, in that like, 6-8 through eight scenario. No disrespect to those teams by any means, but it wasn't like they had to fall in to make it. They fought they – they had the most tough schedule – the toughest schedule of those four or five teams, those Detroit's, Orlando's. Charlotte's teams like that that were fighting for those spots, and they still managed to win a lot of those games. Obviously, they had more talent than those teams, but I mean that that says a lot about that team is when they really needed to put wins together, they were able to. Yeah, they were. They were. So um, they don't they don't have a draft pick this year. I think they do. They do. Yeah, have a they draft do. Pick this year. Okay. Yeah, the, the Celtics. The Celtic. The run of Celtics having their picks is over. Okay. Okay. That's well, that's that's a good you know any kind of draft pick might might help him out a little bit. You never know, man. I mean, it's like you know, you get a draft pick in there, you you know, you might get a steal later on in the draft. So that's that's good too. So I'm I'm looking forward to them. Um, you know, there's a few things I think they need to tweak with that team. They have team, two first round picks. They have two first round picks. That's very Hell nice. yeah, man. Very good. Very good. And and a high second rounder. Well, they might be able to parlay that into something else. You never know. Yeah, you're right. So so that's. Uh, that is fun. I'm excited about that. Sign me the F up. Yes, yes. <laughs> so what's what's our next team? Now, Sean, you know that I fell back in love with the Magic. Like, this was 1995 all over again. Um, I was really excited to see them make the playoffs. I am stoked about the future of this team. Um, another team that has a lot of money. They have a lot of money dropping off the books. Um they have some young talent. Jonathan Isaac has really grown and shown so much potential. Sure. If if you get a healthy Mo Bamba, that's a huge thing for this team. Can you bring back Nicholas Vucevic? It's a huge thing because he is by far their best player. Aaron Gordon had some ups and downs in the playoffs where there were some games he looked really good, some games he looked really bad. I mean, game three was super fun when they were down 12, and they fought back to get in the game. They, albeit they did lose, but um, I'll tell you, man, so my, my Orlando Magic questions are, Really, the biggest question mark for me in this scenario is, you know, Markel Fultz is now part of your team. What is your plan? Can you get him? If he is your point guard of your future, that's a really fun team. If there is a way that they can make this Markel Fultz thing work, I really want it to work. I don't want him to fail. I want him to show what I saw at Washington in the NBA. I believe he has that ability. He certainly has the athleticism. And Steve Clifford has a way of getting the most out of point guards, i.e. His, his years with Kemba Walker. Sure. Um, but how do you build off this as well? And how do you, what players can you, can you convince a, a really good player or two to come down to Orlando and build with these young guys, like these Bombas, Gordons, Fultzes, you know, and, and Isaacs and make this, make this a fun team. There are worse places to be than central Florida. So, right? so, and back in the, you know, the early two thousands, it was kind of, you know, Grant Hill went down there. Tracy McGrady went yeah. down there. There were there were guys that were kind of excited to go down to to that area, and uh, you know they were kind of coming off a couple of bad seasons, like Penny was gone and everything. So, but um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of excited to see like what Mo Bamba can do. I mean, he only played in 47 games this year, so he's hurt a lot of the year. So, 
Um, you know, and he averaged what six and five, something like that. So yeah, they definitely did not expect Vucevic to be as good as he was this year. Well, and this might be one of those. I, I'm not. I'm not all on the Vooch train right now. I feel like th- this may have been like a peak season for him. Like I, I don't know if this is going to be like a, a season that he's going to be able to like replicate again. Because I was kind of already off that train, and they were trying to trade him like the season before. So, you know, I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't. He was their best player this year, but I don't. I think. I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I think it was kind of a fluke <laughs> this year because they needed someone to score the ball, you know, to do a lot, and he was that guy. Um, so I don't know. But their future's great. I mean, it should be great, but, you know, Mar- it all kind of hinges on Markel Fultz, man. It's like, is this is this guy going to be the real deal? Like, are we finally actually going to see re- – I mean, I, I hope he plays the first game of the, the beginning of the next season. Like, I want to see him out there. Yeah, they're going to have, like, a mid – pick so it looks like we're right now tankathon has him slotted for the 16th okay. um and then, a good you know, spot. yeah there's potential they can get more fun athletic guys in that spot you know uh nasir little from north carolina another wing he's a possibility for there i love that uh pj washington or tyler hero from kentucky or might be on the more likely to be on the board in the stereo i love both of them in orlando um you know long athletic guys that can shoot Sign me up sure. for that in Orlando. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, it's the magic. It's supposed to be a fun team. So, right. So, uh, I was. You got I was, Disney hanging out there, you know, on yeah. the jersey, sponsoring you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I think. I think they have a bright, a bright future ahead of them over the next couple of seasons. Hopefully, um, I was kind of surprised to see them make the playoffs this year. But same. But uh, you know they they did well. They made it to the playoffs. I think that's huge for Orlando. It's huge for their fans. So um, you know I'm I their fans know, they, were loud. Well, yeah, man. I mean, this was they a, were awesome. This was a this was a, a popular team for a long time. Still is, you know. So you know, hopefully they get their uh, their crap together and and move along next year. So Ben and I we were at the Pacers game Friday, the Celtics yeah. Pacers game, and the guy sitting next to us was from Orlando. So he was watching the game on his phone while he was at the Pacers game. Wow. That was pretty cool. That's hardcore. Yeah. you got to respect it, man. Yeah. So, like I said, we are right now in the process of recording while other games – while the Rockets-Jazz game's going on and the Clippers and Warriors are playing. So by the time the next interview episode we do, whether it's Shot College or 48 Minutes, we'll probably have your Clippers and Jazz exit interviews on here as well. Probably. Don't, let's, let's, not, let's not rattle the boat. You never know, man. You never know. Yeah, I know, but you do know in this. Scenario. But I'm I'm pretty sure about the jazz though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the fact that like the Friday night was pure luck. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever night it was, they won. Yeah. Um. So, all right. So you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Igor Kokoskov after one year in Phoenix getting fired after James Jones gets the full time job as the general manager of the team. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so they bring this coach on this last year. Who's is you know he's he's a Serbian basketball coach who has who has had all this you know uh, past in 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 developing young players in um, you know other leagues and he was Luka Doncic's uh, coach was that correct I think so I believe I believe he was so they brought they, <laughs> so they bring him over they don't draft Luka um, and. Uh, Basically, they've made him, and and the they they basically sold their fans on him having this like, you know, 
great rapport with young players, and he was, a, you know, a good fit for this team. And, you know, we're coming off, you know, a season, you know, Devin Booker is one of those guys who's just, you know, off the wall great some nights, and then other nights it's just that's all he does is score and nothing else. So, um, so you know, they sold all their fans on this, and they went ahead and they, they got rid of him after one season. So, and, you know, not to say that, you know, he did a poor job with what he was given, but I feel like he's kind of being made kind of the scapegoat of this team. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, they're just, I think they're just poorly mismanaged. I, I think mean, they're just the Phoenix Suns. Like, they're just know like, what it is. Like, yeah. like it, that's just what we call Phoenix. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I, who do you get to replace him? I know, I know Monty Williams is interviewing for that and he's going to have his choice probably between the Lakers job and this one. Hopefully. But, um, yeah, I hope so. But, you know, is one season long enough to be able to, you know, coach a young team? I mean, I, it's, it's terrible. I don't know, man. They, I mean, they, they finished the season 19 and 63, second worst record in the league. So, and they went ahead and fired him. And of course they're going to have a high ass draft pick. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I think they got to the point when they're like, we suck. Let's just go ahead and try to see how how we can make this John Moran thing happen. Yeah, yeah, they they have they have checked out, and there is plenty of of fun Instagram and Twitter rumors going out that if the Suns do not get the first or second pick, they are willing to uh, make some make some trades to get the number two pick because they are apparently in love with John Moran. Yeah, they've actually been listed over Zion on their board, which I don't blame them, honestly. Yeah. Um, more on the case of the fact that like they have enough wings that they've screwed up. They they need a point guard. They had too many point guards a few years ago, and <laughs> and, 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 and no they just like guards. got now they got rid of all of them. They're like, ah, oh, see ya, Eric Bledsoe. Ah, see ya, Brandon Knight. Yeah. Hey, see ya, Isaiah Thomas. You know, it's like they had so many point guards playing for that team, and they were all good and like at the time, and like now they're all gone. It's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, and then it's like, all right, Devin Booker's going to play point guard, and you're like, oh, okay, I can get behind that. No, no, it, it, no, no, no. So, um, like I said, I guess they're they're interviewing Monty Williams for the position, and he, I, you know, if if he doesn't get the Lakers job, I think that he'll probably take this job because it's a it's an I think it's an attractive position right now. I mean, it kind of goes back to where there's worse places to be than Central Florida. There are certainly worse places to be than Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Um, but will you bring in a whole new player development st- uh, structure? Because I don't know if people know this or not. Devin Booker sucked this year. Um, he was not very good. Well, he's he he <laughs> he can make some baskets occasionally, but he checked out this year. I think. I think he actually checked out. Of course, people will be like, you know, he had those three straight games with like fifty points. And it's like sure, but he was not. Doesn't mean he was necessarily good. No. For example, he shot 32% from three. His worst he's ever had from three in his career before that was 34% his rookie year. So 20% less than his worst. And last year was his career best. He shot 38. Well, I mean, looking looking at their roster, you know, obviously. I get it. No one else can take shots for that team. He, You know, he has career high in shots per game, but. Oh, I disagree. They have Jimmer Fredette, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, they've got a few good pieces here. Obviously, Devin Booker is kind of the big piece, but, uh, and DeAndre Ayton, who had a, he had a good rookie season. 
I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't as dominant as you know we wanted to see him play this year at all. I mean, we kind of wanted him to all come in and 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 do it. He averaged sixteen and ten, which isn't bad. And he played in seventy one games, so thirty minutes a game. So you know he didn't have a he didn't have a bad season. I expect him to you know get a little better next year, and and we'll kind of go from there. And how did Mikel Bridges do? How was how was his season? Let me let me look here. He had uh, he averaged eight points and and three assists or two assists. So yeah, so, still feel bad for him for that Philly situation. That with that, that that Dick uh, that <laughs> yeah. Dick Philly move. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was so that was so Danny Ainge. It was, it was, <laughs> it was. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I I think it's an attractive team for uh, a coach to. To want to be someplace, so I, we'll see what happens with them. But I'm I'm a little disappointed they went ahead and fired another coach because I don't know how many coaches they've had in the last decade. <laughs> but like it's it's averaging like a year and a half, two years. I mean, Earl Watson got fired what just a few games into the season, and then they yeah. traded Eric Bledsoe, and you know it's just ugh. to quote what? the great newfound glory, and it's all downhill <laughs> from here. We're we're just quoting all the uh, the old pop punk emo guys today. <laughs> cool, cool. We'll do a whole show about it. I love it. I'm in. You have to tell me twice. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. So we do have now since we're getting so, this far deep into the playoffs, we do finally have some second round games uh, series to look forward to. Uh, so far, both both second round games in the East, the East quarterfinals. I mean, the quarterfinals or the East Carrier Conference semifinals, as they put it. Sure. Have been established, and we have. The four we expected, so Milwaukee, Boston, and Philadelphia, Toronto. Um, curious your thoughts on these, man. Uh, we're gonna talk, go through these series. I know I had picked the Celtics to win the series against the Bucks. I'm taking that back. I I, I can't say that anymore. Um, I really believed in Boston's talent, and then I watched them play in person, and they are not good. They're not entertaining. I know they swept the Pacers, but the Pacers were significantly worse than them. Um, I I do not buy into the Celtics. Uh, not I buying mean, any Celtic stock. No, no. no. Or you think they're just they're. I think they'll win a game or two for sure, but like, I don't think they can hang with Milwaukee. You, you? don't think they can? Ha- I don't know, man. The 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 Celtics have been kind of an enigma to me the entire year and the entire league. I mean, at times they look unstoppable, and then other games they they look lost and and sad. So. <laughs> It just depends which Boston team is going to show up. I mean, I would have taken the team without, you know, the team that was down on their luck last year without Kyrie Irving, the ones that were underdogs. Those guys were, were fighters. Like, I would I would give them a better shot, actually, at beating the M- Milwaukee this year than than their current establishment. But I, I just don't know, man. I I feel like Milwaukee is just a like a, a steam train right now. They are and they yeah. are focused. They are locked in, and Giannis is like, "No bullshit. I am. I am ready to, to take these guys out." And um, it's going to be a good series. I don't think it's going to be a. I don't think it's going to be like a you know a sweep or anything like that. I no, think it's probably. Gonna, I don't it's, either. I mean, it's probably going to go you know at least six games. I yeah. really do think it's going to go six games at least. So. Could go seven, but um, I'm going to give Milwaukee the edge. I, it, I will say this. This is probably – I'm probably looking forward to this series more than any other upcoming series. Same. Yeah. Agreed. Um, unless the possibility of San Antonio does beat Portland, then I will, I will actually be kind of excited for that series. I won't lie to you. But not as okay. excited as I will be for Milwaukee-Boston. Yeah. Um, 
you know, Giannis going against these guys. This this went seven last year, if you remember. And yeah. really, I mean, Milwaukee probably should have won the series. They really should have. I was very upset about that last year. <laughs> I know. I watched game seven with you. We were not Did thrilled. we? Yeah. Did we? I don't even remember it. I remember yeah. I remember being upset about it, but I don't remember watching it. Yeah. And so I, I think this is gonna be fun. I think that you're gonna get you know, this Giannis versus Kyrie thing where like they're gonna be scoring buckets. Um I still really like this guard this guard depth even without Brogdon for Milwaukee. Um Wait, is he playing again? He was in uni. I think he is playing again. Is he? I'll fact check. Okay. Dude, okay. There's so many damn injuries anymore. There are a lot of injuries, man. So, box score. No, he was just in uni. He did he not play in, in game four, at least. Um, but, yeah, I just think when it comes down to the death, and, like, Milwaukee's getting something from everybody right now. Um, from the program, are. Pat Connaughton. Oh really yeah, good. made some big shots. Yeah, in this Killing last some, series, throwing down some sick dunks. Um, you're getting a lot of good t- good minutes right now from guys like Sterling Brown. So I, I think this this team is going to be just fine, and I, I'm taking the Bucks to win this one for sure. All right, last thing before we get out of here. Philly Toronto's the other series. Um, really think Toronto's going to win this one. I do believe this has the possibility of going deep between the talent level on both teams. I, I really, I really like this series. I just think Toronto's better. Yeah. Um, wh- how do you feel about everything? I'm excited for this series. Like, I'm really, really excited for it. Um, I don't think that the Toronto Raptors are just going to like, you know just steamroll over the 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 76ers i think it'll be a tough series but which ben simmons is going to show up right you know that's going to be the biggest thing which jimmy butler's going to show up joel Embiid has been fantastic in the playoffs so far so i'm when he's played yes when he has played yes (laughs) when he has when he when he hasn't been hurt or anything he has been great so he's gonna have to stay stay healthy jimmy butler needs to do jimmy butler things and ben simmons needs to just drive the damn ball (laughs) Well, he doesn't know how to do anything else, so I think we're going to be fine there. No, sometimes he just drives and stops. <laughs> That's true. He just stops, yeah. and then he's like, it's it's like, it's like in Space Jam when the players have their have their powers taken away from them, and they're just like sitting there dazed. That's how he looks sometimes. He just stops in the middle of the lane. Where do I go? What am I doing Spe- here? Speaking of, we can bank on him and Anthony Davis being in Space Jam too, right? I, they are definitely Space Jam 2 uh, people, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's happening. One, that, that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's yeah, taking their powers. <laughs> oh, for sure. Powers will be gone. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm with you. I think Taraj will be too deep, and obviously they have Kawhi, who's the best flirt, player on the floor. Yes. So I'm taking that one all day. Um, overall, I just think they're just a better team. I, I agree. I agree. I think, like I said, I don't think it's going to be, you know, a complete beatdown or anything. It'll be a good series, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So I don't think it's going to be as fun as the Celtics Bucks series because they got a little bit of a past. So I think this is this is going to be uh, it's going to be good. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, when are they playing? Are they playing on Saturday, Sunday? You know, I probably should get that up so I don't look like I don't know what you're talking about. You're like, what? What are we doing? Game one is a Saturday. It looks like they're playing on Saturday. 
So game uh, one of Boston is yeah. same day. Same day, I believe, one o'clock. So for uh, for the the Bucks. oh no, Boston's on Sunday. Oh, is it on Sunday? Okay. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching Avengers Endgame at that point, so I'm probably gonna be missing that whole game. Nice. Gonna, gonna be a little bit upset about that, but not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing it on Saturday, so are you? Yeah. yeah. All right, man. So I think with that being said, we can go ahead and wrap this up. Um, just so everyone knows, due to requests from the Shot Callers crew, aka Kyle, uh, during these last four weeks of Game of Thrones, he has requested that they record on Monday nights. So Shot Callers will be going up on Tuesdays for the next couple weeks. Um, and then it looks like I think we're going to probably be Wednesday or Thursday for our show, depending on what night we can get together. Um, but that large bid will still be every other Friday. Um, so just kind of doing our PSA there real quick. But uh, yeah, this is going to wrap up this week's episode of 48 Minutes. Um, be sure to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, 48 Minutes Network. You get Shot Callers, you get us, you get At Large Bid. And we like five-star reviews. It goes a long way for us. So if you have a moment, subscribe, give us a review. That means a lot and really helps us go a long way. Uh, so that being said, on behalf of Sean, we're going to wrap this up. Everyone, enjoy the rest of the playoffs.